0: On this special Friday afternoon edition of According to Sources, I'm going to analyze the last 48 hours of news in Athena Health and explain not only why the stock reaction today, in my opinion, is wrong, but how I'm positioned in the stock over the weekend. It's crossing the tape right now. Let me explain what's happening here. It's breaking news to share with you this morning: m a related. There's good activism. I think eBay is in that situation. They got a jewel in PayPal. There's bad activism. Unfortunately, JCPenney was a dying company. Examples of activism gone awry. It was not a surprise to me that that deal fell through. This is such a game changer. Hello and welcome to According to Sources, a podcast that devotes its time to the subject of M&A, event trading, merger ARB, and the sources that both cover and surround them. I'm Mike Samuels of Broom Street Capital. Today, I just wanted to do a very quick Athena Health-only edition of the podcast. I wanted to just explain what I'm seeing in the stock today and explain why I think the stock reaction is incorrect. First, just a quick disclaimer. Again, this is not investment advice. This is just the opinion of me, Broom Street Capital, and according to sources. I just want to sort of review not only the news of the last 48 hours, but what's specifically happened over the last two weeks. So again, Ed Hammond of Bloomberg came on TV two weeks ago and said what I believed were three important things. Number one, that the Athena process was robust with five bidders. Number two, that the story from the New York Post about this exotic deal was Enthrive and Pamplona was just bogus and was never actually there. And then number three, that all five bidders that he had identified were bidding $135 and above. Now, I had mentioned on a previous podcast that while on TV, Ed had mentioned a strategic buyer while the Bloomberg article, which appeared in the terminal, had not. And I spoke to him about a week later on the phone just to clarify, and I asked him, would you consider a company like Waystar, which is a division of Bain Capital, a strategic? And he said yes. Now, the five bidders from the original article were Bain Capital, Hellman & Friedman, TPG, CDR, and Elliott. Now, in the last 48 hours, we've gotten an updated story from Bloomberg And that story has been matched by Reuters, saying that Veritas Capital is going to win the asset and that they're in advanced talks to buy Athena along with Elliott. Now, unlike some funds like a Cerberus or an Apollo, who in my experience have tended to be somewhat price sensitive, Veritas has shown up to pay up for assets, illustrated when they bought Cotivity Holdings in June for a 35% premium. So let's connect the dots here. There are five bidders above 135, and now what I view as a strong bidder, previously not reported in advanced talks to win the deal. Now the stock is down in reaction to Athena pushing back its earnings conference call to next Monday and its earnings press release to next Friday. And this is freaking people out a little bit. I interpret this as simply putting the finishing touches on a deal, and it would be seem unusual in my opinion to hold a conference call when a deal like this is all but complete. I mean, what's more unusual, holding the conference call or not holding the conference call? Now, RBC wrote a note this morning, and I think it's freaking the market out. And here's how it reads. It says, the company's scheduling of a conference call as well as follow-up calls with analysts leads us to believe one of the more exotic transactions could be the winner. Now, I'm going to pause there. This exotic transaction, which only the New York Post has cited, has been shot down by Bloomberg already. I'm going to continue with RBC. We also would not rule out the option of the company simply plugging in a new CEO and continuing as a public company. Again, this would go against all of the reporting from Reuters, from David Faber, and from Bloomberg. Continuing, while the company could just cancel all of its scheduled calls, we are hesitant to assume that whatever news is forthcoming will be a material positive for current equity holders and maintain a cautious outlook. So this is why, in my opinion, the stock is trading around 123 today. Now, RBC is citing a story from the New York Post, like I said, that has already been shot down. And for RBC to be right, it would mean that Reuters, Bloomberg, and David Faber would all be wrong, and the New York Post would be right all along. And I think the odds of that, if history is a guide, is very low. So here's how I am positioned. I am positioned in two ways. I have the 130-135 call spread, which I paid 195 for. I added to that yesterday. And then as a flyer today, I bought a block of the $140 strike calls for $0.75, as I think it's an interesting lotto ticket in the event that Veritas could be paying $145, $150. Again, I think we're going to see a deal on Monday. I just wanted to get this out there before the weekend, as I know there's a lot of people trading it, there's a lot of people talking about it on Twitter, and certainly on this podcast, I've been talking about this for months. So that's it. This weekend, I'll have a full podcast discussing other events, as well as my interview with Kate Welling, who is the author of a new, great new book called Merger Masters, which is a compilation of stories and interviews with some of Wall Street's essentially merger ARB legend, John Paulson, Paul Singer. It's great. I'll have the whole interview up and running on Sunday. Again, this is Mike Samuels, founder, portfolio of Street Capital. This was just a quick Athena hit, and have a good weekend.